I'm glad it's over. Hello and welcome to the Nen Show, the last episode of Gintama. We're finally. Oh, uh, Math Wiz just left the call. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, I guess I'm alone now. <laughs> oh, no, she came back. <laughs> Hi, Math Wiz. I feel nothing. I feel emptiness, <laughs> hollow, the story, these characters, everything. I just, there's nothing Utsuro there. dies. God, I, I wish that were me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, my thoughts on Gintama are um, Utsuro. I am Utsuro. It was me all along. I see. Um, uh, so anyway, um, yep, um... Last episode comments. Uh, I did have one to respond to by White, but I and you said you had nothing to respond to, or nothing to um, say about Kintama at all. It's was your words. Yeah, like the, it's not that the comments weren't interesting. There are interesting points in there, but I just like I, I don't know. I, I I just I don't have anything to say anymore. Yeah, well, like I guess just to talk before I get into the comments, just to talk about my general thoughts about the reading. Because I did talk about it briefly on my server, and one person even said, like, oh, it's kind of weird that you like the first half of Silver Soul better than the second half. And I'm just kind of like, well, you know, from Shogun Assassination on to the first half of Silver Soul, like, there was, you know, it was it was still Gintama, but it was very much, like, a t- kind of Gintama that I could, like, get into more, right? Mm-hmm. Like, even even you, uh, who is even more mid on Gintama, was, like, you, I remember you saying, like... Um, wow, you know, Gintama made me sit through 500 chapters of that before it g- g- gets to this, right? <laughs> and then this reading just kind of went back to the old Gintama. And, like, I think there's good aspects to that, for it, especially for people who like Gintama. But I, it kind of just killed me. <laughs> and it sounds like it killed you even harder, right? Well, like, it's a strong ending for what Gintama's doing, right? Um... Because, you know, to go back to sort of the... Because that was, like, a recurring thing at the ending. Is that, like, you know, just going back... Or I forget exactly how they specifically described it. But it wasn't about, like, moving forward. It was more about, like... Um, I'm not even going to try. You know what? I I, I acknowledge <laughs> that I don't know what Gintama's doing. Um, like, I, I could have... <sighs> like, I guess what you're trying to say is because, like... Well, it is, like, they are moving forward, right? They're recognizing that you know things do change but also they're mm-hmm. trying they're they're able to keep what they care about most and protect yeah, and keep yeah that. like they want to keep the you know the things the people that are important to them um it's uh, so maybe like it's not that i don't know what gintama's doing it's just like i i don't appreciate it at this point um <laughs> because like that's that's the thing like gintama it's a good gintama ending right um and the whole going back to like what gintama because that's what gintama is so going back to that comedic style towards the end and also tying it into the action um the big yeah. shonen battle action war fine finale like it's it's you know it's like how gintama should end i guess yeah but like because I don't given, really uh, yeah. i haven't been connecting with what gintama's been doing in the first place i can't I can't appreciate that. Right. Well, like that's because like that's not so that's not so different from how I felt because like even though like there were some moments I did like in the ending and the serious stuff, um, 
But by the time I actually got to the ending, I was just kind of like, am I done with Gintama yet? Right? Like, even though there was good stuff happening, and judging from some of the comments, really interesting stuff happening that I probably would have loved in literally anything else. Yeah, like, I... I think you even made a jokey comment. It's just bad that it's in Gintama. I I don't know, like, if if I imagine, if I just made this up in my head, or if you made a comment at some point that, like, um, you know, Gintama going back to, like, the comedic style and stuff, it really is, like, the falling action sort of thing. Um, Yeah, it talked about that on the podcast last time. Climactic battle with Utsuro. And then there's a time skip, and, you know,. The characters, like, it's able to do the gags again while also yeah. having the sort of serious yeah, finale. Yeah, because it does build up to it, and I would say, like, it's a smaller scale. Like, the, the Earth is not literally going to be destroyed again, and there isn't, like, this huge back and forth about trying to stop that, right? So it's, but it, it's still big, and it is, like, the, the end of Gintama. But, um, and yeah, that is kind of structurally neat. And because you've even talked about, like, how wanting that kind of thing from Yeah, because a lot series. of the time, the, a lot of the time, these long-running series, they, and it's probably part, like, you know, all the author comments by Sirachi and, like, the, the hoops he ended up having to jump through because of, like, mistiming uh, mm-hmm. when the series would end. You know, maybe that sheds a little more light onto why things kind of tend to happen that way. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like you have a certain deadline that you need to have things done by. And so you just want to try to get in like the main things that you're looking for. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't want to necessarily say that like, oh, authors, you know, don't have a plan or like they're not, uh, f- they don't know how, how to wrap it up in that time frame. But it's like, there's no real room for flexibility in terms of like, you can't push back a deadline because right. that's that's how they do all their, their promotions and stuff. Um, so like, maybe that is more like, helps me better contextualize why there tends to be like a big battle and maybe like one or two chapters of wrap up. And then that's just kind of yeah. it for most stories. Right. Um, Cause like just thinking about some of the series that we've gotten to the ends of like bleach was very much like that where it's, you know, um, even one, for to use an example of something I, I read a few months ago, Kimetsu no Yaiba was similar to that. Well, Kimetsu no Yaiba and kind of Naruto both had a similar thing where they had like the big climax and then they mm-hmm. had like 10 chapters of like an immediately following, like, secondary climax where with like yeah. no, just used to, uh, i won't spoil kimetsu no yaiba but for naruto it was you know kaguya was the big climax battle and, and then naruto the fight versus was sasuke. Sasuke. right so it was falling action but it was still very much like action and big character moments and stuff where gintama kind of had that because but it, there was in between those two like climaxes there was another like two two three volumes of the normal comedy stuff you could mm-hmm. say so um which you know it's that is interesting we have not seen that in a something we've read uh, on the nen show yet um right um and, and and then you especially get like the arguably even more abrupt ones i'm thinking back to ashino joe and kanikuman where they just fucking end <laughs> like there is no falling action it just like literally ends at the climax yeah. pretty much <laughs> um so you know so now thinking about it it's like yeah i guess the more recent series are uh you know, like even just having one or two chapters in some ways is like, hey, falling action exists. Wow, wonderful. <laughs> so, so yeah, like you know, Gintama was doing things that like I would want to see in other series, but like because, like you said, because it is Gintama doing it, and I already don't don't feel anything really for Gintama. <laughs> right, like, it's, it's just kind of like it happens, and it's like, yeah, I I wish I was appreciating this. Right, like it, 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 it feel like it's maybe like a more extreme example of Bleach, where maybe later down the line you can find ways to appreciate it more, or even just like hearing other people talk about it. Because like, um, yesterday 
the person who left the big white, the one in white who left the comment that I want to talk about, he asked me like, oh, would you be interested in reading Gintama analysis? And I'd like just finished it. And I'm like, I don't know. Because <laughs> honestly, like uh, my current rating is still a seven, but I did consider dropping it down to a six after the last reading just because I was just so like done basically like i like because it's it's the longest manga we've completed on the nin show the second longest one we've read at all um and compared to that other long one we enjoyed it notably <laughs> less um right like and there, never mind all the shorter stuff that we've enjoyed more right ashtino joe hunter hunter um you know and then so i so i just wasn't like feeling it and like if yeah just think about the ending is like i just i just what i i guess ending fatigue just hit me and i was like i'm done um, but I did like a lot of it at the end of the day. Like, there's a lot of it that still sticks out to me as good and interesting. So I didn't want to let my experience with the last few volumes sour my opinion on the whole thing. Um, because and especially because there is good stuff there. Like uh, the comment by the one in white that I wanted to get to. Um, well, he also um, DM'd me another thing um, before that where he talks because in one of the last pages with uh, Gintoki over Takasugi, there's like a bunch of rubble. And the rubble kind of looks like pine trees, which is me- meant to be a reference to the name of Shoyo's school, which mm-hmm. in, in the title of the school, it's uh, like under pine trees. Like, there's a lot of little subtleties and details in that whole climax. Yeah. That obviously, like, I never, like, I, I mentioned, I remember the Buddhism because I even, it even came up in the early chapter with the Kappa and the girl who wanted to swim in the lake, but she was sick. But mm-hmm. she got reincarnated a fit, as a fish and was able to happily swim. And, like, so that was there from the beginning. And I remember some other, like, details that made me think Buddha. And I and I'd heard this some discussion, but I'd never framed Utsuro's like multiple personalities as a form of reincarnation, right? And mm-hmm. that was something the comment like, "Oh, okay, neat." Um, and of course, at the end, Takasugi even kind of re- reincarnates. Um, but uh, like, there's a lot of good things in the ending, but also like, we were just so fatigued getting to there that like. <laughs> <laughs> That's like also kind of or, go on. Well, that's also <laughs> kind of why like like I know that this material means a lot to a lot of people and that's almost why like I don't want to talk about it at all because mm-hmm. uh, well like yeah I, I don't like people... I don't want to just complain about it because like I understand that uh, I I don't really understand really like I don't know <laughs> I don't I, like I didn't find the humor funny, and I don't know if that is just, like, one of the ultimate deciding factors in why this was such a struggle to get through. I I don't know what ended up making it so... Because, like... Well, cause I, I, I would say it boils down to how much enjoy the... the well, because, like, um, you know, how much you enjoy the humor and how much you enjoy the characters, right? Um, and I, I did like some of the humor, but I also don't, like, love the... Like, love the characters, because this yeah. is a cast that if I did love... Then I would Gintama would be one of my favorites because a lot of the things I do really like have big casts of characters that I enjoy. Like mm-hmm. One Piece, I love all the Straw Hat pirates. I love a bunch of the side characters. I love a bunch of the antagonists. Like there's if I there's something like what do I enjoy in One Piece? I could point to a lot of things. Or with Gintama, it's like I, I guess Kintoki's mm-hmm. my favorite, and I I do have like a top five characters, but even then I don't like love them like maybe, I do in a lot of my favorite Maybe that's also things. like part of it too um because like besides just the humor um because yeah like gintama is funny sometimes it does there are some good jokes in there like i still think back to the the stuff with the the toilet paper in the kubei arc (laughs) in the very beginning and it was like whoa that blew my mind at the time (laughs) um and you know even like with the fatigue over time like i i my opinion on that hasn't changed like i don't suddenly retroactively dislike it um Mm -hmm. 
But um, I think also, yeah, with the characters that kind of applied to me too, because like who, you, you know, you asked me before the podcast, do I have a character or arc rankings? And I said, no, um, <laughs> because like the two characters who stood out to me the most, I'm also not very attached to like mm-hmm. getting to the final moments with these characters. And it's like, I, you know, I joked at the beginning, like I, I feel nothing. I feel empty, but like, I didn't, I don't know. Cube got a haircut. That was, that was cool. But like nothing about the, how the, their final appearances happened, like, you know, wowed me or anything. I didn't get any feeling mm-hmm. like, oh man, I'm saying goodbye to this character. That's, that's kind of sad. I think mm-hmm. like the most that this final reading hit me was uh, I did get choked up uh, for Takasugi's uh, death because, okay. you know, th- that, w- that was handled very well. I think it was even like specifically the way that Sirachi drew it, like where he had like, you could see the closing eye. Um, oh, the, and the, so, yeah. so, so like you were literally like watching his final moments, like from, you know, from his perspective. And I don't know, something about something about that was like, yeah, that, that was good. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I was able to feel the emotions of that. Uh, but just everything else, it's like, mm. No, the, I had a, like, my favorite moment was probably the, um, everyone is Yorozuya, uh, that, I like that, um, and everyone sort of, like, doing friggin' Toki what he did for them, basically, cause mm-hmm. I like that shit, but, um, yeah, overall, like, is, <laughs> like, if it was before the, the big, ar- the final four arcs, I'd probably been perfectly fine with the humor, but, I don't know, it just, maybe, this, just the structure of it just didn't work for me, even though, you know, I would like to see in, in something else also um, the more of the falling action like what Gintama did. But uh, and it's even you know. like we're, we're at the point now where, you know, reading it wasn't hard. You know, I did. Mm-hmm. I did like, you know, it wasn't a struggle to to go through it. Um, so I feel like, you know, the same kind of burnout I was feeling, you know, a couple couple of uh, episodes ago. I think it really it's... hit us in the middle because that was when, like, I remember episode four, the Yoshiara one, where it's like, oh, look, big serious arcs, but we were just not into it. And then after that, there was one reading you were really struggling with, I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and no, yeah, so we, we've, but then, because we even, like, at, talked about it, it, like, if we should just, like, end the Gintama Nen show, or put it on hold, or do something, and you just said, well, we're halfway through, so it's like, I might as well finish it, and sure enough, once we got to Shogun Assassination, it was smoother from there, and, and even to this point, but also, like, uh, yeah, uh, keep going, or, um, if, unless you have, or we're done there. Um, I mean, like, I don't, I don't know what it would take, I guess, is, you know... Mm-hmm. Where where I'm kind of leaving off on because it's like I know I'm gonna get questions. Probably both of us are gonna get questions like, "Oh, are you gonna check out the anime?" Or you know, because <laughs> something else that's also kind of happening around this same time is I I've been really coming around on Bleach lately, and I kind of mm-hmm. want to go back and revisit it. So inevitably, I'm gonna get questions like, "Are you gonna you know if you're not gonna check out the anime, are you gonna like rewatch Gintama? Like I I might even check out the the movie whenever that gets translated. Um, oh yeah, the fi- the final. Um, yeah but it's yeah, that just... might be a good that might yeah because especially with no, knowing more about the ending and last fight from that comment it like there'd be stuff to appreciate there right yeah um, like i don't so. even like it's not even that i think gintama is bad um because uh, i don't know i mean maybe i'm just not the type of person to like you know I'm not. I'm generally not the type of person to just shit on things that I dislike. I tend to just not talk no, about think, it anyway. Th- no, but like with Gintama, was, yeah, I don't get the us, feeling yeah. that like, you know, I don't feel like it's poorly written. Um, you know, just because the jokes aren't funny. You know, it's not that I, mm-hmm. 
you know, it's not that I like yeah. think I it should be structurally yeah. changed or anything. It's just like I, I'm it's able just to very see much not your thing, right? Yeah, yeah, that I get. Yeah, <laughs> no, because no, because like it would be easier if it was bad, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> like fairy tale i remember there were parts in that that i was just like even you know and that was that was still a me that had changed like i gave it a much higher score than i had before had it before i reread it but there were still parts of it where we were like this is bad i don't like this like it was easier just to put into words what we didn't like about it with Gintama, i think it's just is, like this it, is almost kind of the same feeling that i sometimes get with seasonal anime that mm-hmm. you know like a lot most of my you know most of the people in my like social circle are hyping up and they're like oh this is really good look at everything it's doing this that and everything else um and then i watch it and i'm like you know like it's okay you know it's you know it's not bad but i'm not seeing the same thing in it that you're seeing and so i kind of get you know there's like a level of disappointment there or dissonance is also a good word because like i feel like I should be experiencing like a masterpiece here or I should be experiencing, you know, something that's like excellent. And mm-hmm. I'm just kind of getting like, yeah, you know, this story is happening at me. It, you know, it was, you know, like I, I read it. I never, you know, I made it to the end. I didn't drop Kintama. <laughs> right. um, well, I mean, not for like lack of want at times, I'm sure. Um. I mean, if I, if it really got that bad, uh, then I, have I feel like if if it was really to the point where I'm like, hey, craft store, if I can't do this anymore, like we would have found a way to, yeah, you know, even like if... even even if it was just like, well, maybe we like say we, let's put it on hold. We'll do the old school block, or like maybe we'll do like like if you know, say Dragon like Dragon Ball did win, like maybe we'd read Dragon Ball, then we'd come back and finish Gintama, and then we'd do Saint Seiya or something like that, right? Like that would be mm-hmm. a way we could put off Gintama and then still finish it right so that way we can kind of get both you know as a just as a hypothetical right so like there's other things we could have done but uh we didn't we just did it as normal and uh, here we are um, i mean we did we did take one break in between like we yes, took one we week did, off like which those used to be more normal i remember um though we also used to i think squish and do two t- six uh, consecutive weeks at times for shorter episodes mm, um, that's true it's been yeah. a long time since we did that <laughs> um so yeah, I'm but. just I'm just at the point where like I'm ready to move on. I feel like I've been ready to move on for a while. Um, <laughs> like you know, we're even at this point. We've only been talking for like 15, 20 minutes, and I feel like we've been talking for like an hour. Uh, <laughs> like I, 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 I feel like you know, if we're gonna do the usual thing of like going through the events of the story and pointing specific things out, I honestly don't know what I'm going to be able to contribute. Uh, Cause, I, I can try to make it quicker than normal because I'll I, I understand that, but um, I mean, like, if there are things that you know that I definitely you're able to point to out, say. then definitely do that. Um, but it, you know, I'm just <sighs> I don't know. I feel frustrated because, like, you know, we've we've been doing this for you know, like, we've been doing this podcast for years now, and mm-hmm. it's like Gintama should have been one of the big things that, like, oh man. What are Math Wiz and Craft Sorf gonna have to say about Gintama? And it's just like nothing. And I don't know. Like there's something frustrating in that that like I'd imagine there were people that would have loved to see this as like, oh man, yeah, you know no, someone not, else who so appreciates Gintama. The person who patroned and suggested this for the Nen show for the patron poll, not only had he literally did he literally only patron to put Gintama as a choice and then rally for it to get picked. 
Um, he, he, one is that he said that he, like, the moment he learned about the Nensho, he was like, oh, I wonder what they think about Kintama, right? Like, that was a point of interest from when, as soon as we started it. And the other thing is that after I said that I gave it a 7 out of 10 my server, he was like, uh, L, Craft Store Force member of the Weeb Club. And I'm like, no, you took the L because you're the one who paid money for us to do this. <laughs> Thanks, I'll take your money and the 7 out of 10 manga. So it's like, yeah, no, you're you're absolutely correct because, hi, Dan, how you doing? Um, he's exactly who you're talking about, is what I'm saying. Um, but, uh, yeah, and... Because I, yeah, I guess it is just unfortunate for Gintama because you know at least even if we were had negative things to say, at least we'd be talking about it, right? Where now with Gintama, this is looking to be not only our la- our, our shortest final episode, but our possibly our shortest episode of the Nen Show period on um, Gintama's I mean, final I don't, arcs. Yeah, I don't think it'll be this episode because we did have one that was like forty minutes, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> which yeah, was a Gintama yeah. episode true right but uh it's already like yeah because i'm just thinking like how how long is it going to take me to go through all this um, i think yeah like, like that's also part of why um you know why it's kind of aggravating is because like you know with a seasonal anime 12 episodes and it's done you know people move on they talk about different things but with like Gintama, we've been doing this since october mm-hmm. and so it's not just like let's just push to the finish you know um so it's just like it kept going and going and going um and even if like i did want to read to the end like i wanted to see where the story went mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know i guess <laughs> I, i'm sorry um so anyway getting to the reading finally is it starts out with just uh you know jokes about having kids and fake outs like first uh, first uh, you know like the, the oh my god condos with otai and that no, it's it was a lie, um, you idiot, you trash. How dare you think there was advancement in this relationship? Um, there's weird jokes about Katsura being Donald Trump, and uh, I don't want to touch that one. <laughs> yeah, that there were there were interesting jokes in here. Um, like, I don't know if there was supposed to be like a meaning to that, but it was like interesting, I guess. There, the the one joke that I remember was like the part where. Um, uh, I think it was Hijikata. Like somebody wrote, like he back when they were doing that, or not back. Like this is way further ahead when they were doing the mannequin thing, mm. and like somebody wrote YouTuber on like his chest, and then just like started swinging him, and it was like that's what they're good for, like you know, to be just like a fly swatter. And I was like, wow, I feel that. <laughs> it's it's you know very much playing into the things that like oh YouTubers are trash, <laughs> you know, like man, think of the people who would be YouTubers. <laughs> And yeah, who like... would do that? What an idiot uh, they would have to be to put all all the anyway. <laughs> moving on. No, that's funny. Um, and yeah, some of the humor is just weird because, like, yeah, Gintama can be meaningful with this humor. Uh, sometimes it ha- has like Kagura uh, changing her age, um, and I'm like, okay, I don't, okay, sure. Um, Although one thing I one thought I had is because like there were you know no, I mean not that it uh, uh, Gintama hasn't rec- rec- or the referenced Dragon Ball before, um, but it, but I did like oh Dragon Ball well for two reasons one is because we're literally reading it next so that'll be fun and also I've been playing Dragon Quest and I just had a thought of how like oh Toriyama kind of like he has this whole sci-fi aesthetic with aesthetic with Dragon Ball and then he has a fantasy aesthetic with Dragon Quest so. Mm. Um, I don't know, that was just a thought I had because I just you know associations from going through the same uh, you know two two different things, but um, 
But yeah, you bring up the mannequin joke, and I I want to say like I I guess maybe that's like just a microcosm of my feelings on Gintama in a nutshell because like you, you had you know Gintoki and Hijikata pretending to be mannequins, and then you had Takasugi pretending to be a mannequin. And math was, I like got up to go get water and I was just giggling the entire time because it's like Takasugi, the edgy boy, the fucking I'm going to destroy this world is like joining in on the jokes. And like literally next chapter is like, no, that wasn't actually Takasugi. And I'm like, Sarachi, you fucker, <laughs> you bitch, you coward. <laughs> like, I actually like really like that. That talk because because that's like Takasugi kind of becoming like Katsura, right? Like going from this extremist rebel to, you know, like kind of going along with the others and coming to, you know, see something in the world. But I guess it wouldn't necessarily work for Takasugi's character. But I, I <laughs> like I still, you know, I, I enjoyed the joke more because it was Takasugi and then I was betrayed. <laughs> so, you know, um, I just, you know, wanted to share that. Um, but anyway, there was also the whole um, Gintoki uh, raising a sort of baby Utsuro um, that happened. I did notice there was a Kaiji reference with um, Sakamoto <laughs> at one point, and that was neat. Yes, um, I appreciated them. Because oh, that's I right. Like because he he lost his he lost like all of his money on like a cryptocurrency scheme, which was also I think kind of weird. Like with the ending, um, like uh, yeah, not in like a weird back, bad right? way. No, 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 no. Like or, oh, no. not in a weird bad way, but like the nature of some of the jokes, like some of the things that Gintama was referencing, were very modern. Um, Mm-hmm. Which is uh, mm. interesting because, like, the the general aesthetic of the manga, as well as, like, when it would have started, um, you know, like, it being in, like, the Edo period and, um, uh, you know, it just has, like, this not modern look to yeah. it. or like And because, like, it also started in, like, the early 2000s or early mid-2000s. Yeah, so it, it's um, basically similar to Hunter x Hunter where how, like, the series starts out and they, like, get a cell phone. Oh, the, here's this new thing called the internet, Right. But then when you skip ahead in universe, like maybe a year or so, but in real life, like 15 years to like the the election, they got smartphones now. Right. So it, but it it's wasn't like just that, right? in a way that like, oh, hey, haha, here's a reference to this modern thing. Like Sarachi seems to be knowledgeable of like Internet culture and like mm-hmm. like the, the stuff with the YouTuber felt like too like it felt too much like are you a YouTuber? Like, or are you <laughs> someone who's like, you know, like aware of the culture surrounding it? Uh, cause I, you know, just those types of jokes, uh, are like things that get passed around a lot. And, um, the stuff with like the cryptocurrency too, it's like Bitcoin is like, what, what, huh? <laughs> it, it was like a good kind of dissonance, I think, because well, like mm-hmm. those were also jokes where I was just like, those jokes were able to land more. Cause I like, wasn't expecting them, mm. I guess. Okay. Well, I don't know. And it's also funny because, like, Gintama ended, a, like, not too long ago, but it ended fairly recently. But, yeah, um, that's also the thing. Because, like, it it did end in 2019. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, that's not that long ago. So it does make right. sense that there would be these referenced because, you know, it's an ongoing manga. Of course mm-hmm. it would update with the times. But yeah. just the well, particular way the, it was done um, was Well, the, was the, the, the reference to a cryptocurrency specifically, like, I, I, I swear, I think Dogecoin was trending earlier today. Like... <laughs> Which just again for some reason I'm just so it's not just like a reference 
like yeah it would have been relevant that a couple of years ago too but it also happened to be relevant like literally today in my experience like just a brief thing i saw so you know it's just like the yeah with that sort of like it's like modernizing itself in a context that was already modernized i guess yeah. which is like um it's like weird. gintama's able to do that more than anything else because it, you know it constantly breaks the fourth wall so like even if it's a story taking place like in the edo period um it it you know it's referencing weekly shonen jump manga sales right, right. and stuff like that so it's like obviously right, like, it's like, not like we're man, to think, uh, this is yeah. a plot hole you know <laughs> right well yeah we're obviously supposed to think like oh you know it's an it, all these modern things that you know we know as modern things they actually came from aliens so we just have to go you know we just have to like accept that and roll with it right mm-hmm. or, or even though it, yeah, it doesn't make sense at all but it's like yeah we're, why are we talking about things that we should have maybe talked about in chapter one because i guess they brought in new things that wouldn't have been in chapter one i suppose so yeah um but uh no yeah it's fair and also you're this is like more that more that you that you've had to say about gintama in like weeks so <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, there you also have the meta jokes of like, oh, it's the ending. So characters getting paired off and like, oh, Mm -hmm. people have kids now. Um, But of course, it's Gintama. So none of that actually happens. Like even even some of the like character, I think pretty much all the character redesigns end up getting uh, reversed sort of by Mm -hmm. the end. Yeah. Which is neat. It's it's interesting. Oh yeah, one thought I did have it was also it was more less came from the reading and more come from reading the the comment by White about how like um because just he just mentioned how utsuro was like previously you know demonized and but now he's like revered and i and then i just kind of like thought about how you know the whole last arc was him kind of trying to bring death to, to the universe um so like but oh yeah before he was feared in japan where he had by this culture that accepted death right like especially when you consider like um feudal japan uh seppuku like ritual suicide is sort of like, like there's a respect to that right like um if you're willing to like lay down your life for something then you know that's that's considered very you know honorable right and so someone who can't do that is demonized and feared and hated and that was uh, you know important for utsuro's like history but then he when he brought death to the universe now he's like revered as a god because um like now there's this fear of death so to speak and i just kind of noticed that like there's a little uh i guess change in how he's seen um on top of the what uh, was already pointed out in the comment comment i suppose um which was neat oh yeah and i guess your favorite character showed up um the manga author mathis did you leave I don't know how to respond. <laughs> You're just broken. That was a long silence. I legitimately thought, did you just get up to leave and go to the bathroom like mid podcast? And you're just like. <laughs> well, I just thought it was funny because you specifically mentioned him last time. And here he is specifically showing up. Um, and he was also responsible for one of my, like, he also had the Shinigami lady. Um, and like, I don't know. the um, Well, I guess the, the joke that I thought was funny is when Shinpachi reads his manga and he just fucking drags the guy. He rips him apart and he makes him cry. And I thought that was funny. Just like, how many years have you been drawing manga? Um, you, yo, at three years, uh, age-wise, you're a bit old for Shonen manga. You should probably try to get started to draw something else. Like, uh, <laughs> I like that. That was funny. Um, 
And actually, I guess as far as like, because, um, you know, sometimes I'll bring characters back and have them together, uh, like the ramen lady and the, uh, or Soba lady, I forget which, and the the fit standing in Toki. But this one, I guess, like made a little bit more sense to me because of the joke about the nipples, I suppose. But uh, I'm just going to leave that there because, <laughs> yeah, it's Gintama. But anyway, all the comedy kind of wraps up with the the climax starting, or the, the, the final climax, I should say. Um, there's a really weird bit where Kondo, like, with the gorillas and this end of, it, like, somehow res- results in, like, this attack from above that, like, completely changes the entire situation. Which I guess is supposed to be the payoff to Kondo and the gorilla joke. Um, but it's also like, <laughs> why... Anyway, and yeah, then um, there's the moment that I do like where how, you know, Gintoki um, helped protect people because, you know, he didn't have anything to protect, so he would just help other people. And now that he finally does have something to accomplish, now he has Oliveto behind him. And you know, the page where, like, we are your Yorozuya got me choked up a bit. <laughs> and uh, it's just a good climax to the whole community aspect, I think. And also in the White's comment, he mentioned how um, the word there's a word in a Buddhist quote that refers to the number ten thousand, mm-hmm. and Yorozuya also means ten thousand. So it, like it's you know Gintoki like binding everyone together basically through the the Yorozuya, which uh, oh good <laughs> that's neat. Um. Yeah, like there were there were some good like two page spreads here, and again like like I had said the the stuff it does like every character kind of gets a little moment. Um, and yeah, I mean, for what Gintama is trying to do, this is like the 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 perfect ending you could ask for. Mm-hmm. It was also um, this is more like meta knowledge or not not meta knowledge. That's probably not the word I'm looking for, but like more just because like I know that you know Gintama the final uh the movie is going to be adapting these last little bits. And knowing that the person who uh, does the voice of, um, uh, fuck, what's his name? Zenzo? Zanzo? Zenzo? I don't fucking oh, remember. Uh, the shit. ninja guy. Oh, Hattori. Him, yeah. Um, yeah, like, the guy who voices him is dead. And uh, mm. so someone else will be doing the voice. And so, like, seeing the bits where he showed up and said things, it kind of... Um, yeah, you know, that's like, right. Because he it was just something Liori, I thought about. Or he was Leorio's voice actor, right? Yeah. Or, okay, because I'm yeah that it uh yeah now I remember. Oh, yeah, I didn't he, think he about was that. He was he was a bunch he was a bunch of a bunch of. Oh no, of course. Leorio just came to mind first, I guess, because there was like uh, art and some of the voice act. You know, I follow people who like Hunter Hunter, so that one just came to mind first. And well, like, yeah, oh, and it's I also like oh, yeah. Hunter Hunter's my favorite story. So like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, of course, so. that would be the main one that stands out to me. But I, d- I did know that he voices this guy, and so it's just okay. like, oh, he won't be able to finish that role. Right. It's unfortunate. I didn't think about that. Um, though I guess as far as meta goes, there was also the whole, like, the weird Prince of Tennis jokes. Yeah. <laughs> and, which I guess there was a payoff to it because in one of the, like, bon- there was a bonus illustration by the Prince of Tennis author drawing Gintoki, and I was like, okay, that's nice, actually. Um <laughs> Because, uh, I don't know, I like art exchanges between manga authors or... Because, like, it uh, it bugs me, to see, especially because recently you've probably heard some of it where there was an interview between Kubo, uh, Bleach, and the author of Jujutsu Kaisen. And mm-hmm. someone really badly translated some of Kubo's comments to make him out 
like it sounded way worse than it actually was oh boy um, yeah basically all he really said is that like he just noticed that um a lot of the characters in Jesus Kaisen had similar personalities and he wasn't a fan of that personally but he asked like the author if that was like his type and it was framed the, the bad <laughs> translation was framed in a way that made it seem like he just like hates women or hates his characters or stuff like that oh, and God. just like because there's this really just animosity between fan bases but when you look at the actual manga authors there's almost always like a lot of mutual respect right because they're mm-hmm. all in this really difficult industry right so so i do like seeing all, like um there's also um uh, Sirachi drew a bunch of the Kimetsu no Yaiba characters, um, which I guess I don't know what the exact reason was, yeah, but I do know. Yeah, like, um, that was another moment where it was kind of, call, I guess, sort of calling back to its roots, and also acknowledging, like, stuff happening in the present, because, you know, like, th- what specifically caught me was the one, I believe it was, you know, once, by the time they had made the switch to Jump Giga, where, um, you know, he talks about, like, mm-hmm. actually, I think if I just scroll a few pages, Are you talking I'll about when it. he did, like, the whole but yeah, the, recap yeah, the part in where Dragon he... Ball style? Well, or... yeah, there's the recap in Dragon Ball style, um, but then it does, like, yeah, it, like, immediately... Well, actually, no, it's in the Dragon Ball recap, where, like, there's a panel where, like, obviously all the characters, their eyes are blacked out. But, like, you see <laughs> oh, yeah. Luffy, who is, of course, like, One Piece started before Gintama, so that's one of those, like, more, like, uh... I don't know, I consider more of, like, you know, Gintama when it started. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's sort of more, I guess, I guess, like, the senpai or, like, someone who's, no, yeah, no, you know, well, been working yeah, alongside, yeah. you know, for, for such a long time. But then also, you know, you have, like, Deku and Asta and Hinata um, from, like, all these newer series, which, like, yeah, you know, while Gintama <laughs> was going as well, like, there were several years where, like, all these stories were publishing alongside each other. But there's, like, such a distinct... Um, this is something I tend to like encounter quite a bit with people who um, like Taser Lad is a, is a mm-hmm. um, very like prominent example I think of where like, you know, he follows all the, all the weekly jump manga. Um, mm-hmm. So like we have these totally like mm-hmm. fundamentally, we both appreciate Shonen and like Shonen jump, but we have these like totally different perspectives where I'm going back in time and reading a lot of, <laughs> you know, you yeah, know, a lot of things that are stuff like and the classics one or like series at a time things that people hold yeah. in very high regard. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's just a di- completely different matter of consumption as well. But like, you know, so like someone who's reading weekly manga now would, yeah. you know, have like that perspective on the on the mm-hmm. newer stuff. But for me, so like I, I look at that panel and like there's a there's like a huge divide between, you know, like One Piece, which is like Big Three era and then <laughs> right. like. You know, My Hero Academia, Black Clover, uh, Haikyuu, these are all, like, newer stuff that, to me, you know, even, like, Haikyuu is, you know, a longer-running one, so it's not quite as new as, like, the other two, but, like, you know, two different eras, and yet still, yeah, well, like, I think, I think it's within the contents of, like, of the magazine. Years, but, yeah. Oh, okay, maybe um, it's, maybe I was I think wrong Hinata, about... Or I think, I, I think Haikyuu started in, like, 2012, and MHA started in, like, 2014, so... Oh, um, okay. Black Clover would have been 2014, 2015, I think, but... Um, yeah, so they're not that far apart, but like, well, because what I what I realized looking at the panel again is that yeah, Gintama I think was when it left the magazine the second oldest consistently running thing in Jump at the time because mm-hmm. Hunter Hunter isn't consistent and Kochikame would have ended already I think. Um, mm-hmm. So and uh, so so yeah, because like so yeah, oh the cheeky pirate senpai uh, that's like his only senpai also. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, right, so that, but anyway, yeah, you were going about how like yeah, it is d- different how you engage in Jump versus like well, having was, to read the gravity boys about, and like, roboco weekly <laughs> it was it, i meant it more like it was less about like how to engage with it mm-hmm. and more just like you know 
they they are for, like they are two different eras of stories mm-hmm. because yeah. like you know in the time from when Gintama started, um, even Haikyuu, which started in 2012, there's like an eight year gap and a lot changed over that time. But still, like the fact that you know, I guess this ties more back into the you know like the jump authors kind of having that respect for each other because like you know even in the case of you know something like Haikyuu or My Hero Academia, which started you know in the 2010s, that's mm-hmm. still you know bare minimum like half a decade working alongside each other um Mm -hmm. in the same magazine so yeah no right and um yeah but but it's sad that the fans are usually way more toxic to each other than the authors are um so um what i mean usually always anyway (laughs) but yeah there's a lot of action um sadhara comes back utsuro's back kind of through his blood sort of um and I guess you get the kind of res like um or uh, are we just at the last fight now? Um, oh, I do like the moment where uh, Gintoki uses uh, Shinpachi and Kagura's weapons. Um, that was a nice mm-hmm. little thing. Uh, Hasegawa has a little arc, I guess, where he's like a jackass because he got famous, and then he kind of dials that back. Also, there was another popular popularity poll, um, but I have nothing to say about it. <laughs> like, I'm actually really surprised that there was another one so like. Uh, soon if that makes sense mm-hmm. um, but uh but yeah then we get the final battle where takasugi sort of um you know he's able to like kill the utsuro inside himself and then gintoki like he passes on his soul that to sequence was uh kind of trippy but like kind of cool because like you know like you see you see like all these different variations of events because like all these characters have like utsuro within them um, mm-hmm. and so, like, Utsuro can kind of just appear at any point, and Takasugi has Utsuro within him, but then, like, Utsuro has, has Takasugi within him, and, him and <laughs> yes. Obero, and so it's like, wait, this isn't what happened, this character was actually doing this to this character, and this character was not there, but we thought he was there, and this other character was actually here, and Utsuro is stabbed, and what's happening? So that, yeah, that was no. kind of neat. Yeah, and well, and I'm kind of like because I'm thinking about it again as I'm looking through it, and it's a great kind of climax to Takasugi's arc because you know he would like he was the one who would just said he would destroy the world, and now Utsuro has become the world, and so Takasugi destroyed the world. <laughs> um, like he's all he's always been like the Altana, and now he's kind of like still infecting everyone and being revered, and so Takasugi, you know, and of course like I, I, in some of White's old comments he mentioned how Takasugi is sort of like undergoing a sort of like. Uh, soul suicide like like um where he's like but and now he but he kind of he kind of like weaponizes that against utsuro here while sort of transferring his soul to gintoki like the whole sequence like because i didn't i was just kind of reading it but you know especially from the comment about how like um like his sword was reflected in um like the reflection on the sword which had so now that like the sword became takasugi's soul which um utsuro said that only a human's sword can reach him and like with Takasugi reflecting the sword, it's like it, the sword becomes human basically because it's like Takasugi and Gintoki. And then also because it was reflected, um, or Takasugi saw Gintoki in the reflection basically, like uh, or what was it? Um, like before his left eye saw Gintoki's faults, but because it was flipped, now it was a right eye seeing Gintoki's strengths. I guess like the comment mentioned a lot of interesting things. <laughs> mm-hmm. So and it was just like like looking at it again. I'm like and. Uh, 
it's uh i don't know it's <laughs> it's a good like climax like the only reason it's not one of my favorite fights is probably just because like of my general mood on the last arc in general uh, or the last half the last half i should say because i liked the first half of silver soul like the previous reading was fun um mm-hmm. but then this one I, again it did the comedy again and that just completely killed my mood and i just kind of wanted to be done with the manga so kind and, of ironically um, the the more serious less fun part was for you the more fun uh part <laughs> and then when it started you know yeah. doing the comedy and like goofing off Being and more having fun, fun in that i way. had less fun right mm-hmm. <laughs> even though i'd had like and maybe if i knew it was coming like maybe if i do go through the series again and like there won't be that sort of like whiplash right because i'll know it's coming and maybe i'll be fine with it then um but also i have no fucking plans on getting to the gintama anime, anime anytime soon like i guess i i guess what i'm saying is that we're both in the same boat here or we're mm-hmm. with bleach like we've i you know um you've come to appreciate it more and i i liked it then um but i do like it more now that i've reread it um even, even gintama, at the time like with bleach there were characters i liked mm-hmm. you know even if it was like i i, I appreciate them more now than i did then you know, there were still a couple characters that I was like... That stood out, right? Yeah. And here, the characters that stand out, you're just like, yeah, they exist. And, I, you know, they were of note at times, right? Um, but and it's maybe... again, like, I don't... Like, there are characters who, you know, are not, like, up in... You know, that I would consider, like, a favorite, but that I, do, I don't think are, like... You know, like, I liked Takasugi's progression. I don't think there's anything mm-hmm. wrong with how he developed as a character. But even then, like... I only have like so much of an attachment, I guess. Right, like you got choked up when he died, like that's an attachment, but it's not like mm-hmm. a strong one that you would like think about until maybe like maybe we just need some time away from Gintama and mm. then sort of like you had your time away from Bleach and now you're having that I kind of want to reread it again even though the first time you didn't like, <laughs> you know, as much. And so maybe we just need that for Gintama. Um, and maybe we'll, we'll like it more. I don't know. But also, you know, it's all, it's also longer than Bleach. So by a few, only a few volumes. So, but the anime is long, is just longer to consume than either of them, at least, uh, you know, because I'm not fucking watching Bleach. What a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think what was also like, for me, I think what was more interesting were like all the author comments from Sirachi talking about like how, because, you know, he kind of, like, botched the ending, not story-wise, but in terms of, like, how it was published, how it was released, because, mm-hmm. like, he wasn't able to wrap it up in Jump, and then they moved over to Jump Giga, and there were supposed to be these three issues that tied it up, and then, you know, like, there was even the the joke where, like, you know, the title pages were supposed to spell out O-Y-B, but it ends up, you know, spelling out O-Y-B, as in, like, um, as not the end, but like an apology is like, oh, sorry, it's not actually the end. So he has like two different like fake out endings in a way. Um, although, the, you know, the ending of that chapter for Jump Giga doesn't do the same meta thing where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, is this the end? We don't have time, you know. Um, but then he also like had like the the final volume just has a lot of comments that are all sort of talking about what happened and like how he felt mm-hmm. about it. Like, you know, there's, there's his usual sort of humor to it because he's talking about how, like how, Oh, you know, if I break my arm, it seems like I'm just trying to get out of it. But if I break my leg and I can't public, I can't make manga cause of the pain, then th- they'll be okay with it. Um, <laughs> and like missing all these deadlines. And he's like, Oh man, you know, if I was a new author, I'd be out of the industry. Like I'd be done. Um, and he even, you know, there's the comment at the start of the volume where he's like, the end of Gintama and the end of my career as a mangaka, which 
I don't know if that it's one of those things that like could have many different meanings. Um, Mm -hmm. Maybe he's elaborated on it more in in interviews, but like as the tone of the volume seems to say is that like, it's more of the jokey kind of man, I butchered the ending. uh, (laughs) No one's going to want to fucking hire me again. Right. Yeah. No one's going to want to work with me. No one's going to want to hire me rather than like, I don't want to keep doing this. Um, Mm -hmm. But even then it's like Gintama ran for, how many years you know 15 years um, yeah no it had a, it had a pretty long run 15 um, 16 longer than sirachi uh, had intended but it had its run <laughs> yeah so like it would be understandable if he wouldn't want to make any manga anymore but i read it more as like a, a jokey like yeah no one would want to work with me uh <laughs> yeah yeah and well because like th- again think about it like his contemporaries like kubo and kishimoto both had health issues and so, like, Kishimoto is no longer really drawing manga. He wrote mm-hmm. Samurai 8, and now he's writing Boruto. And he was in the planning... He was in, I mean, He was involved with Boruto from the beginning, of course, but not as its primary artist, because yeah. I, he, I assume he just can't anymore. Which also have... Which, like, uh, you know, it's... And he's not... Like, Togashi's had consistent issues since Hunter Hunter. Uh, Toriyama has Togashi's been drawing had consistent less less. issues since Yu Yu Hakusho. Or, did, did I... I meant to say Yu Hakusho. Sorry, mm. I did. I said Hunter. <laughs> my yeah. brain stopped. It's, but it's fine. Yeah. Um. Like, uh, you know, I'm uh, like going to the rest of the Golden Trio. Uh, Inoue, his he moved like from like weekly to monthly. Um, and he doesn't c- release consistently anyway. So it's like you know, it's very normal for mo- that to happen among authors. Mm-hmm. Bashima is a fucking demon. He fucking like has d- exhumed Tezuka's grave and like <laughs> feasts on his remains yeah, and gains there, there power. Are some some <laughs> manga authors out there who are just you know they're just superhuman. Like um, Rumiko Takahashi. Oh, uh, she's on like her fucking fi- like she's not aside from having like what three or four going. mega hits. She's still writing manga. What is she? Yeah, <laughs> right. like she did Urusa Yatsura and then went like right into doing like maybe there was like a couple months off in between you know because sometimes like that happens like in between series mm-hmm. but you get a bit of a break but like to go from that to Ranma one half to Inuyasha and then I think she did something after Inuyasha yeah I forget what it because she's doing or Mao is I don't I forget if that's her recent one or the one she finished but um, mm. yeah she's she's still writing manga weekly like yeah and like uh Araki you know the author of Jojo she's yeah. not or she, oh, um He's not the, doing it weekly anymore, but, like, he was doing it weekly for so long. Yeah, uh, yeah I think... And there, um, there are a bunch of authors like no, that, where yeah, it's like, Detective how Conan's are got you functioning? And, like, Detective Conan's got hiatuses. I don't know how consistently Hajimato Ipa releases, but they've th- these have both been going... Like, there's a lot of ro- long, ongoing manga made by these people who are just, like, kind of amazing. Like, even if they're not able to, like... It's still a hard workplace, even if you're not doing it weekly, right? Like, yeah. let's not suffer scaling, right? Like, like, like oh, wow, this author did more pages than... Le-. Like, let's not glorify that they have to fucking do this. Um, yeah. but like, I'm just kind of, res- like, even if I don't like the manga like that, they make the manga at all. It's pretty impressive. Right. Um, like, cause it's, it's a brutal, it's a brutal workplace and anime yeah, I think has its maybe, own brutalness Maybe that's also it. part of why, like, I'm not too, like, I don't want to do too much like shit talking with Gintama because Sirachi, whether or not I like his writing style, the man for 16, 15 years wrote Gintama and like that alone is like, you know who the fuck am i to like not appreciate that well, that work and, at least and you recently started doing some creative writing again yourself right um yeah, start oh, is a uh, okay generous just, word you're, you've been thinking about it which even that that's like step one okay and i've been writing stuff like um 
you know, and the more I write, the more respect I get for these people in the industry who have to not only deal with just writing a story, but also have to deal with deadlines, with producers, with certain expectations and things that you like have to do and mm-hmm. that you don't, probably didn't want to do. But now you fucking have to. Like, here, write a fucking Magical Girl series, Precure series about fish and summer. Do it. Because we have to market makeup. <laughs> like uh, okay like you don't get i don't think because um i did read an interview by again urobuchi and he he said this was before he wrote common rider gaim but he said how he assumed that it worked is that like they give you the toys and you have to write a show around them basically um so i don't know how it actually works that was his assumption and he might like i don't know when the interview uh, took place relative to him starting working on common rider gaim but like uh, you you don't if you write a show like that you have to work with like the toys and the marketing like you can't just do whatever you want like it's like jump relatively speaking allows a quite a bit of freedom relative like because you, you i mean they have to allow your manga in the first place and there's certain like things that they you know want you to do or are looking for but you know if you know so i guess it's like if your story happens to be what they want then you know that's great and especially nowadays when you can just end it when you want um, which isn't always isn't always a thing. So it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I just have a lot of respect for people who make things in general, even if I don't like their things, right? Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I understand. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't think I have much more to say about the ending because yeah, the Takasugi Utsuru stuff was good. Like I wanted to note that um, like Gintoki sort of carried on Shoyo's soul by like even though he didn't start a school, he still has a bunch of people following him, so to speak, right? Like he has. Like he he has a family that he raised uh, more and like those they're able to like sort of say because like even mentioned like oh are they gonna save Takasugi back in um, Farewell Shinsengumi but it's like they not only saved Takasugi but they saved Utsuro too like everybody got saved and um, Utsuro also I guess how I read it is that Utsuro sort of protected Takasugi and helped him to be you know um, reincarnated as the baby that uh, the lady the her you know the girl who was part of one of Takasugi's like she found the you know Takasugi reincarnated I guess Mm -hmm. Um, which was Utsuro protecting it was how I read it but uh, yeah Um, and then yeah and I do think like Utsuro is a good final boss for this series Um, Mm -hmm. you know because like you know White's comment mentioned uh, Mm -hmm. you know parallels to like Madara and uh, Yuabak and Bleach yes because they're all these like father figures who are trying to control and like I even realized like oh he's kind of like an anti Yuabak because Yuabak is trying to remove death but Utsuro is trying to like make everything death so they but they're opposite because even though they're opposites they're also kind of like in the context of the you know the Buddhism framework they're also kind of um what's that what am I trying to say like they're both nothingness in their own ways because you know by Bleach like Yuabak and being unable to die is also like being unable to change which is also kind of true of Utsuro, but um, yeah, no, it's interesting. Um, like, seriously, we mentioned the comment a few times for a reason. Go read it. <laughs> if you have it, it's on the episode 11 of the Gintama. Um, but uh, yeah, that about covers it for as far as what I wanted to say. Um, and I assume you didn't have much more to say either. No. Um, I did like the the end. I, did, I guess I did like the ending bit where um, there's the stuff with uh tama and it's like oh they're in tokyo now and it you know gives this sort of like sad illusion that like oh man you know the world has moved on beyond the characters and they are no more um but then it's like no it's just hasagawa telling a fake story (laughs) he was also doing his sham final chapter um you know and then the facade crumbles and you know they're still there they'll always be there yep 
in our hearts, even though the series is over. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's t- like... tying tying that ending through Tama, I think was a nice touch. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, it's like uh, I guess to get into favorite characters, Tama is always there in the clutch, um, <laughs> pulling through, right? Like she's a good girl, like in the movie, in or the second movie, I should specify. Um, you know, Kintama in the 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 Kintama joke in the last Silver Soul. Um, with, you know, she, Tama is a good girl. Not my favorite character, but she's a good girl, and I felt like that was a good segue into favorite characters. Um, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, like there aren't many characters where I, you know, if I have like a, a positive opinion on them, there aren't any things also like undercutting that. But I would think probably like. You know, in terms of, like, characters that I have, like, the purest positive opinion on, it's probably, like, Takasugi, maybe mm-hmm. Tama, and that might be it. Mm-hmm. Well, Takasugi didn't really get involved in the humor, so, right? Like, there's not... So you don't have that caveat thinking, like, you well, know... it's not oh, that Kondo, he wasn't like Kondo, involved in the but he humor, because he did <laughs> no, have, <laughs> like, jokey bits with Gintoki. That's true. Uh, you know, yeah, you well, know, yeah, like, yeah, basically, whole, like, with yeah. that core group of, like, the original three, the disciples... Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, even then, like Gintoki impersonating Takasugi, it may not be Takatu- Takasugi himself, but like the image of Takasugi's being tarnished, like, oh, he's in all these dirty jokes. How could you? But it's not like a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And that was like, cause I mentioned he's like the Gintama aesthetic character. So that's now five characters who've pretended to be Takasugi or dressed up as him. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, some other characters I liked, um, yeah, I also like Takasugi. Um, Gintoki was probably my favorite. Um, I also like Todoro quite a bit, as evident um, in my en- endless obnoxious rants about Todoro, <laughs> because I thought it was funny. Uh, Kagura was fun. Um, Katsura had his moments, I suppose. Um, I, like, there's a bunch of characters that I go like, oh yeah, they're neat, like, because there's good stuff. Um, but yeah, I guess there's just not a lot of characters that I just love, right? Or even liked a, a lot. Um, even though there's much that I liked, so um, mm-hmm. was it just those two? Because I remember, like, uh, you know, see, because uh, like, even yeah. though I say like my opinion on them is the most pure, like there there aren't caveats. I still wouldn't say that like either of them is my favorite. But even mm-hmm. then, like a favorite Gintama character, like I don't think there's anybody I'd put on like a character like bingo board or something like or like a <laughs> three by three yeah. or whatever. Like mm-hmm. there's nobody that Inlet, yeah. personally like resonant or that high up on like the mm-hmm. anything um <laughs> counter um because like Cube had a chance to be that but by the end i don't really like it doesn't feel like anything really like changed with Cube, mm-hmm. and like that's probably the point mm-hmm. um actually no that is the point yeah, and i know cause... that that's the point and <laughs> right. i'm not like a I just that doesn't gel with me like I was mm-hmm. hoping it would, um, mm-hmm. and like Skuyo I think is also cool. You know, yeah, like both I, cool. yeah. I think I, I have like more of a solid opinion on like her character arc and like how her character, um, how femininity ties into her character. Like definitely um, the stuff way back in uh, uh, what was it? Not Red Spider, but uh, her. Did I just mix arcs? Um, um, Love Potion or No, 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 Yoshiwara no. Yeah, it was, it was the spider okay. arc because I was thinking not Yoshiwara and Flame. So it was gotcha. the one after that. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that yeah, it was Red Spider. You know, like the stuff tying into how, um, you know, like 
I think it was her her uh, master who had said that like um or her mentor that had said oh, that like mm-hmm. you can't be a woman because that is to to be weak or whatever. But like there is a strength in in mm-hmm. you know her femininity and like her not rejecting that makes sense because like that is her source of strength. Um, I don't get that same sense of like yeah I get this I like this I I, I you know I mm-hmm. or. There was another word I was looking for and I lost it. But like with Cube, I don't have that same sense of like, yeah, this is pretty solid. I like this. Um, and mm-hmm. I don't have any caveats with it. Because like with Cube, I don't. I guess I, I, I just don't. I, just, I don't. I, I guess know with Cube, I'd say what... like it's fine, but it's not as interesting as maybe it could have. Especially because Gintama can be interesting in so many ways that Cube is not particularly interesting, I guess is the thing. Mm-hmm. Is that would is that maybe how you'd say? Well, because it? it's also like at the end they're still playing into a lot of the jokes about like how oh you know she she still can't touch men mm-hmm. um and like they they right, like she's trying to get joke. married and then she fucking throws Shinpachi like half a kilometer away because yeah of course she does. like they they kind of did it at the end where it seemed like you know like oh you know I have to I have to be a woman and I have to get married for the family or whatever and then she you know she goes back on that but it still doesn't feel like. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't feel like a progression to me. Like, I get mm-hmm. how it is development for her character and how her mentality has changed over the course of the series. So, to say well, yeah, I guess that in it's some not ways, but progression, also, yeah, is like she's like, changed incorrect, in some ways, but... but she hasn't changed in others, which is maybe part of the issue, right? Like, because how much is he real? Like, I don't know. Like, and yeah, maybe because I guess yeah, it is. I mean, I guess it also fits with a series that like you know accepting change, but also trying to keep things the same in ways mm-hmm. that are like positive right like and that's i guess that's a hard balance to strike and maybe with cube um that balance didn't hit you i so or work with i think you, it's I guess. maybe it just feels more of like normalcy or like you you know because like she says that you know it doesn't matter what she is but mm-hmm. the way that that ends up playing out is that yeah. she, she doesn't really change anything which is mm-hmm. fine because for you know for a lot of people that is you know their experience of like their identity it's just you know they might have a point where they kind of question like things about themselves or like gender roles or whatever but you know at the end of the day they decide to just you know they have like it's you know having like a more holistic perspective of like who you are even Mm -hmm. if nothing you know fundamentally changes and Mm -hmm. there is nothing wrong with that but like like i don't know i guess i just would have wanted something different with cubay Mm-hmm. yeah because no, because like I that think... is at the end of the day i think it's still kind of like not in a negative way but it does kind of go back to just as i said normalcy that it's like oh yeah you know this character has these these feelings um um but doesn't end up actually like not that she doesn't act on them but like nothing nothing there aren't any like i don't know I, I've said, I've talked yeah. about it before. Imagine I being like a I'm coward like Cube and not before. having a husband and Ota- also Otai as a girlfriend. Like, just have both. Just polygamy. <laughs> Let's go. Um, I don't know. Anyway, um, did you have any fights that stood out to you? Um, I don't think so. Okay, I'll start listening. Because um, Gintoki versus Nizo is kind of where like Gintama started to click with me. That was probably like the most fight I was the fight I was most excited to talk about. That was the Benny um, Zakura guy, yes, right? Yes. Um, and cause that was where, that was Gintama's first like real serious arc, right? So it was kind of like neat on that front, even though like there were fights after that, like you could say are better, I'm sure. But you know, Benny Zakura definitely had that sort of like wow factor of being the first serious arc. So that fight stuck with me 
more so than a lot of the later ones, I suppose, is what I'm trying to say. Um, Gin Tokyo versus Takasugi was good. Where the first one in the um, was it in Shogun Assassination or was it Fair Revolution? In one of those two arcs, where um, I think it was Shogun Assassination, where um, like where you're interspersing the fa- the battle with their like their flashbacks and you know you had like Gintoki killing uh Shoyo sensei like <laughs> it was just this big like click moment for Gintoki's entire character um and of course like it factors into like their whole arc character arcs and which ties back to the ending which was nice um so there's probably even more to appreciate looking back at it um then probably the only other like normally I do top five but I, I guess only three really stood out was uh Everybody versus Kamui, which was also good, um, for reasons we talked about in the pre, you know, in the Rakia decisive battle, uh, episode, because it was just cool, um, getting all these Kagura and Kamui moments and having everyone work together, and it was cool, and, uh, yeah. And what about arcs? Because, <laughs> which I, I will specify, normally we do, like, a full-on arc ranking, where we just, like, um, go from, like, usually least favorite arc to favorite arcs. Um, but Gintama has so fucking many. Um, and then even the light of, like, what do you even consider arc? Do we only count serious arcs? So I just sort of went, like, let's just consider, like, what are some arcs, or five arcs that we, uh, would pick out, I suppose. So, um, if you want to start, if not, I can start. Um, Um, like, I watched the Benny Zakura movie, so I guess that's an arc Mm -hmm. that I have, you know, uh, enjoyed on some level yeah i guess so because I, I did like that movie so i mean that's one of the more arcs that i think of and i'm like ah yes i have memories of this arc uh <laughs> um also it wasn't a manga arc but i did like the second movie as well um yeah actually i liked it more than the first movie um and even though it was anime original it was still like a fun movie um so yeah uh so not an arc but i'll still count it because fuck you <laughs> Um, I guess for arcs is like, a tr- uh, predictably, I liked, you know, the last four arcs and, um, uh-huh. c- four devas, which I think are really commonly like the most well-liked in arcs in Gintama as far as I go. Um, would yeah, uh, yeah. No? Four devas um, was good. Um, specifically of like those last four arcs, I think, um, the one I probably liked the most was the one with, uh, Isaburo, you know, the one where they were on the island. Oh, that would be uh, Farewell Shinsengumi, right? Yes. Yeah, no, see, because, like, no, I totally understand, because, like, hmm, it's hard for me to choose, because, especially, like, because Silver Soul probably would have been my favorite. Like, if I divided Silver Soul into into two, I would just say my favorite was just Silver Soul Part 1. But if you look at it as a whole, then, like, yeah, I kind of wasn't into Silver Soul as much as some of the other ones on the whole, just because of those, like, the two or three volumes between the two climaxes. I I mean, it had, like... (laughs) the the climax of Hidoro's character so of course it was good <laughs> right <laughs> like that was it was a fucking I, yeah it was that was a good moment right um but um i did like shogun assassination quite a bit and rocket decisive battle where Sh- pharaoh and shitsugumi i enjoyed but i also appreciated it more talking about um so i'm not sure exactly how they'd ranked aside from like silver soul part one it was my favorite like stretch in these last four uh, arcs um even if uh, Silver Soul isn't necessarily my favorite arc. But again, maybe uh, sometime from now, um, I'll, you know, appreciate Gintama more and I'll be able to make a more uh, concise uh, listing. Though I guess some other chapters, like one-off chapters that I'm remembering are um, the radio calisthenics, because it made me cry because Sirachi's a mm-hmm. fucking asshole. <laughs> and Yeah, um, that was a good chapter. The, um, 
the one with uh, Tama and the vending machine was another good mm-hmm. one. Um, I agree. And uh, I'm sure there are others that, but uh, nothing's coming to mind right now. Uh, I just thought I'd mention those because like they they don't get counted into arc ranking, but they were standout moments from Gintama for me. So yeah, um, I think the difference is that like you are having things come to mind, and I'm just not. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I'm trying to... Because it's like, you know. when you point things out, I'm like, oh yeah, that was pretty good. I did like um, that. But like, I, I can't li- pull I guess, things from um, my own... Kyubei's arc, the Yagyu arc, was also the with the five-way battle, and that was your the sandpaper moment. So it's like, mm-hmm. that was at least another standout um, arc. Like, that's the thing. There is a bunch of good stuff in Gintama, but especially now when we're just like fatigued and done with it, it's like... So next time, we're reading Dragon Ball. Uh, I mean, we already read Dragon Ball, by which I mean uh, it, it was referenced so many times in Gintama. We might as well have read Dragon. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so next time we're reading. Um, so actually, yeah, I've read. It. We'll, we'll talk about all our personal histories and stuff on the next episode. But next time we're reading chapter one to chapter fifty-four, which would be like the the hunt for the Dragon Balls arc, and maybe the first Budokai um, one. I think I don't remember for sure. But, that uh, sounds about right. Yeah. So, uh, yep. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, especially if you made it to the end, like especially if you're a Gintama fan who made it to the end, because like ah, these guys, yeah. they're like they're so mid on it, but I can't stop listening. Like I appreciate you, I guess. Um, so hopefully yeah. this doesn't happen again, because uh, I know <laughs> that there are other stories that uh, people have speculated as to how I will feel about. Well, um, I guess that's like a silver lining. There is Gintama is unique. Like, I think there's a specific reason that became popular in the, like, especially on my anime list where, you know, from the uh, anime adaption, because it, there's nothing quite like it, I don't think. And even if there is, it's probably not going to be that long, <laughs> right? So we won't have this, like, 12 episodes of, please, God, let it end, <laughs> right? Like, even, like, uh, if Saint Seiya is not good, it's four episodes for Saint Seiya and, like, three for Lost Canvas. So it's like, it's not, it's, it's going to be Kanikamon part two, I guess, at worst, right? And I expect to like it more. Uh, so, And I was yeah. going to say, even then, like, that, that is assuming that, you know, Saint Seiya isn't good. You know, that's, that's <laughs> right. assuming that's the worst that, case like, scenario, right? Um, and I don't expect the worst case, like, worst case scenario is probably like, I give it like a six or seven and you give it like a four or five. Like, that's the my like maybe it'll surpass my expect my low expectations there but i expect it to be higher honestly but i don't know that's a, and again that's just possibly like i'm trying to think of like jojo might be a rough one if it's similar to gintama where you're just not into it but i already know i'm into it so i'll like more so than gintama so i'll have even more positive things to say like that's the thing it's like we're too close in opinion i guess to kind of like have you know like like you know i i don't know maybe with gintama that was part of the reason it was kind of like uh, dreary at parts if i dare say that word um, mm. and because i'm also not i wasn't super into it at times even though i was more into it than you overall. whereas like if one of us is into it we can like bring up points and then the other person might be like oh i didn't think about it that way no yeah even with one piece you had things to say that i hadn't thought about right um so with jojo even if you dislike it as much as gintama for being jojo um, even though it's it's different, but um, yeah, but it can still be, like I like it, and I know I do, and I know there's stuff there that I would really appreciate and love to talk about, right? Hypo- hypothetically, so and again, like there's not a lot of manga that would be as long as Gintama, so at the end of the day, we're not going to be stuck on something for another fucking twelve episodes that we don't like. I don't think maybe History's Strongest Disciple Kenichi, but that's only sixty volumes, so it's a little better. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it, that's just postulation. Anyway, Dragon Ball next time. Um, 
thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. It's over.